0: Welcome back to part 5 of the amazing story of yud Tamos. At the end of the last segment, we said that on Wednesday, Khafta Sivan, when the Friedrich Rebbe was scheduled to go to Golos, in the faraway place of Slovakia, the news came that the Rebbe would not have to go to Slovakia after all. But the Rebbe wasn't free either, he was sent back to prison the very next day on Thursday Lamid Sivan three officers entered the Rebbe's cell according to the prison rules prisoners have to give their utmost respect to the prison guards when a guard had something to say to a prisoner the prisoner had to stand up in attention out of respect the Rebbe refused to stand up. He said in Yiddish, I refuse to stand up. One of the officers, who was Jewish, said, If you don't stand up, we're going to hit you. So the Rebbe said in a calm voice, No. And the guards began hitting the Rebbe. And then they left. A short while later, Lulov entered the cell with some of the other prison officials. And he said, Rebbe, why aren't you standing? These men came to give you good news. Once again, the Rebbe refused to stand up, and they hid him. This happened a third time. And the Rebbe continued to refuse to obey the guards. The Rebbe's attitude the entire time was that I am constantly a servant of the Ebeshter. Whether I am in jail or out of jail, I only have one that I bow down to, that I serve, and that's the Abishter. I'm not going to stand up and respect people that don't deserve my respect. So I'm not going to stand up for the guards. If they have something to tell me, let them say it. But I'm not going to stand up. I'm always a servant of the Eibishter. That was the Rebbe's attitude. Finally, they ordered the Rebbe to follow them to the office, and over there, they showed him his verdict. There were three sentences on the official document. The first one was the death sentence. It was crossed out, and next to it, it said Niet, no. So that sentence was reconsidered and changed. Under it was the second sentence. It said 10 years in Slovakia. It also was crossed out, and next to it, it said Niet. No. Under it was the third sentence. It said, three years in Kastroma. That was the final decision. The Rebbe's punishment would be to go to Kastroma for three years, not like ten years in Slovakia, just three, and Kastroma, which was not too far from where people lived, not so far away and so bitter cold like Slovakia. So it wasn't that bad. In his heart, the Rebbe rejoiced, and he was thanking Hashem with his whole heart. He was speared the death sentence, and then the terrible exile in Slovakia. It's a double miracle. Lulov then told the Rebbe, Your situation in Kasterma will be unbearable. You're going to have to go through a lot of hard work and a lot of pain. However, if you take back your statement that you said about the conference I'm gonna arrange for you that you will go immediately to freedom what conference was he talking about well you see after the Bolsheviks took over the Russian government things changed drastically for the Yiddish people so the leaders in the Jewish community in Leningrad arranged a meeting for all of the Rabbanim around to discuss different matters and different things, and to vote about them, whether they should go forward or they should stop doing different things. One of the things that were voted upon was concerning communism, if it's a good thing or not. Now the thing is, that many of these Rabbanim that partook in this conference weren't really Rabbanim. They were people that were working for the government and pretended to be Rabbanim. And of course, when it came to matters concerning important things of Yiddishkeit, many of these fake Rabbanim voted that what the government did is the proper way to do it. And many real Rabbanim who weren't sure what to vote, When they saw a lot of Rabbanim voting on the side of the government, they decided to join. And of course, this was all a plan by the Russian government to get many Rabbanim to sign a document to go forward with the plan of communism. And the one that realized that it was a fake was the Friede Rebbe. The Friede Rebbe sent letters all over Russia and he was protesting this conference and saying that it's a fake. It's a libel which is created by the communists. The letters that he sent caused many people to realize the truth. And eventually, this whole conference fell apart. So Lulov told the Friede that if you take back what you wrote in the letters and send more letters to everybody and say that it was a mistake what you said, and really, the conference is a proper thing. So then, says Lulov, I'll arrange for you to be able to go to freedom immediately. For over an hour straight, Lulov tried to convince and threaten Rebbe that he should change his mind. Do you think that it worked and that Friedrich Rebbe changed his mind? Of course not. He said, I don't regret what I did and I'm not going to change my opinion. You could even threaten with me, threaten me that I'm going to go to Siberia. I don't care. I still will not take back a thing I said. Lulov was totally upset and ashamed and embarrassed. He thought that he could force the Friedrich Kerebe to side with him. But as much pressure and threatening that he put on the Friedrich Kerebe, it didn't work. He was looking for revenge. How could I punish you, the Friede Karebe, he thought to himself. And then he realized, Aha! You have to go to Kastrama. Today is Thursday. You're going to have to travel tomorrow on Friday. And you're going to arrive in Kastrama on Shabbos. In his mind, he was punishing the Fridi that he's going to have to go against Halacha and travel on Shabbos. Lulov told the Friede Karebe, You have no choice. You must travel tomorrow and Friday. And if you're not going to leave on Friday, then you're not leaving prison at all. And you're going to be stuck here, and we're going to take care of you. Once again, Mrs. Peshkova was able to use her influence to help out the Fried Kerebe. As you remember, Mrs. Peshkova was the head of a certain branch in the Russian government and was well-respected. She arranged an emergency meeting with the Prime Minister, and at the end of the meeting, the Prime Minister, whose name was Raikov, called over Monshinsky, who was the head of the GPU, and told him that he should allow the Friede to travel on Sunday. Once again, Lulov did not get his way. Boy, was he angry. But he refused to give up completely. He tried one last time to convince the Friedrich Rebbe. Please leave tomorrow on Friday. If you're going to leave on Friday, Lulov said, I'm going to arrange for you that you'll be released immediately. The Rebbe said, no, no, no. I don't care if I have to sit in prison. I refuse to travel on Shabbos. The Rebbe spent that Shabbos in jail. On Sunday, on Gimel Tamos. It was 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and he was told that he could go home for a few hours. But at 8 o'clock, he has to catch the train to go to Kastrama. The Rebbe made his way home. You could only imagine the happiness and the relief that his family felt at that time when they saw him walking through the door. The family sat together and had an emotional reunion, and then the Rebbe went to his room to daven. The news spread like wildfire. Khsidim came from all over town, throughout the entire city, in order to catch a glimpse of the Rebbe. Chasidim stood by the door of the Friedrich Rebbe's office, where he was, in order to listen to how he was davening. And he was davening full of kavanah, and with a lot of emotion. The few hours that the Friedrich Rebbe was allowed to be home as a free man went by very fast. It was soon seven o'clock and it was time for the Rebbe to prepare to leave to the train station. He was allowed to take with him one family member and one chassid. The Rebbe chose his second daughter, Rebbe Tzinchay and the Chassid Rebbele Chayim Altois. Many Chassidim went to the train station and they wanted to buy tickets to go to Kastramah in order to accompany the Fridike Rebbe on his way to Golis. But there were no tickets for sale. The GPU forbade it. They didn't allow anyone to buy tickets to go to Kastramah because they wanted that the Rebbe should go alone they didn't want that he should go with his Hasidim.